At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&E. Back to give you guys No Gimmicks Needed, episode 109. So we are... Closer and closer to the countdown to SummerSlam. We're closer and closer to All Out. We just a lot of things is happening in August all at once, especially for things that I do on my channel. And returning after a slight hiatus, I've missed them because I am not afraid to admit my emotions, is the co-host that is the man, the myth, the reality, Q-Flow, Flow the Rookie. What's going on? What's going on? We here, man. I'm back. We here, man. Hey, let me give y'all a quick disclaimer. Um, if y'all hear commotion in my background, I'm gonna just let y'all know now. My entire neighborhood is on fire. I don't know what's going on. There's always a fire here. Damn. So there, yeah, both sides of the streets is blocked off. So you know, just giving y'all a little little heads up. If y'all hear fire trucks or whatever, it's because there's fires going on. I got you, man. My, my area, my my part of the neighborhood is safe, but you know, you can still smell it and all that. So Damn. just just. Just let y'all know now. Hope it ain't the family dollar, bro. Oh, no, no, no. It ain't the family dollar. Thank okay. God. But, yeah, we here, man. I'm back. It's good to be back. Yeah, I mean, he was on vacation. He went to Otakon and everything. You know, uh, that breath of fresh air he needed, it, it looked good. Yeah. And I'm glad you it were there to yourself. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, then also joining me is another somebody who's a hiatus also, and that is... Uh, see, I'm about to say call him something else, but that's not Deion Sanders, but Primetime. Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm back. Finally, I'm back again. Yeah, the P-R-I-M-E, back off. So, what tour are you on break from? <laughs> we not, we not on tour no more. That was, we had a last day. Like, uh... Bro, I mean, you've done everything from, you know, music to Nickelodeon. I thought you was probably on that Cameron Boyce tour for Disney Channel right now. Even at all that tour right now. <laughs> so I'm just like, uh, so where is the celebrity homie that I could ever get in contact with? So I'm just like, well, well he'll, he'll make his way right here somewhere. But uh, welcome back, both of you guys, and uh, welcome back to the show. And we got uh, a good amount of topics to talk about today that they're they picking well as also. And uh, I'm going to talk about real quick also that uh coat rack trail that we got for 2k because they finally want to drop something after like a month and a half of waiting 
But before we get all into that, we got to make sure you pay the bills. Let's make sure you check out SpacesPhilly.com. SpacesPhilly.com. The production company we are a part of where it hosts all your podcast needs and the president of Spaces Philly, Mark. I'm calling him MP after the day. Join me on Nerdgasm Talk last week when you guys were at Noticon. Great show. Make sure you guys that's up. Make sure you guys listen to that. We had a nice little debate about Marvel Phase 4. And uh, he has, yeah, a nice debate there. So all that stuff is up right now. Make sure you guys also check out uh, the stuff, the great content he has on Spaces Philly, such as uh, the Lulu and Pop Show, the Lulu Pop Horror Roar Show, and both sides, along with all the Nerd co- uh, Coalition content, such as the No Giving Sheet of Wrestling podcast, the Nerd Gas and Talk podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues. All great content right for you guys at Spaces Philly. You guys can listen to us on the podcast apps or all mostly podcast apps, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Speaker. Also, we're, if you guys listen, like listen to podcasts on YouTube, we are YouTube Premium. So, but if you have Google Play, you have YouTube Premium, but they are doing a free trial like there is, and it's like nine ninety nine a month. So, got all that out the way, made sure I took care of all things like that. And I want to start off with the respect, first off, of the unfortunate news that we just got uh, by the time I'm recording this, two days ago. And that was the passing of WWE Hall of Famer, the the all-man's man, the living legend, Harley Race. Harley Race uh, passed away. And you know what's funny? Like, I just seen Harley Race a couple months ago. Oh, did you really? Yes, because Harley Race came to Icons of Wrestling, and he had a good he had a good amount of people in line. He was in a wheelchair, and I was just like, "And you know what's messed up? I was there with Chubbs, and I was there with one of Quattro's friends, and I and we was just like, I should go see Harley Race, and then they were Chubbs like, you should probably go see him. But I was like, but it was something like, I don't know if I want to take a picture with Harley because I mean, you know, he looked bad. I feel bad. He in a wheelchair, but. I'm like I should have went over there and just meet Harley Race, and he 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 was right there. I seen him obviously, but to go over there and you know shake his hand. I mean, of course I wanted to go see people like Scott Hall and stuff like that. But I mean, I went to uh, you know then I get a chance to go see Harley Race, the NW one of the most famous NWA champions, who is actually part of the NWA Hall of Fame along with the, the, the Wrestling Observable National Hall of Fame and all WWE Hall of Fame. He's, a, he's part of like four different Wrestling Hall of Fames. Oh, no. Yeah, the man is a, is a big deal. Now, obviously, Harley Race between all of us is before our time. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, Harley Race was, you know, the stuff, you know, uh, started in the 60s and came 70s. He was born in 1940. So, Harley Race was old oh. guy. I wasn't introduced to Harley Race until 1992. Again, how many times do I come on this wrestling podcast and say my first match was Vader versus the British Bulldog on WCW Saturday night? Saturday night. Exactly. In nineteen ninety two. That's when I first started wrestling. But people don't know that at that time Harley Race was the manager of Vader back then. And that's where I thought Harley Race was. I, I just thought he was one of them, you know, old manager kind of things and he know they they kind of hinted played at the racist angle with Ron Simmons when they was going on the, the whole thing of Vader about to win the championship uh well Ron Simmons about to win the championship from Vader and everything and that's when I remember Harley Race and then they had the whole King Harley Race gimmick going on in the 
in, in the, the late 80s of the King of the Ring that he I'm not sure I don't quote me on it he may have been the first King of the Ring winner I, I gotta go back and actually look at the history but I, I, I want to let everybody know right now that that Triple H bump that you see when he flies outside the ring that's the Harley Race bump okay that's he was doing that bump first and then more of the newer generation knows it as the Triple H bump, but I'm saying, but that's the that's the original Harley Race bump. So I know he was uh, a little before all of our times, but does anybody have any kind of memory or any kind of uh, action or anything that they, they wanted to say about Harley Race? Well, I know for me, I got introduced to him watching TNA because he was a... Uh... Oh, God, not that version. Uh-oh. I'm just saying that's the first time I ever heard of Harley Race. Period. He was in TNA. He was doing something with the NWA title, presenting it or something like that. This is the early, like 2002. Is right it? Yeah, when he had the NWA name. Is that when he gave it to Ron yeah. Killings? No, 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 no. It was him, Steamboat, and like other people. I think they they gave it to they ended up giving it to Shamrock. Yeah. Was, okay. Uh, yeah, it, it was uh, it was something. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Okay. Okay, Ken Shamrock. Right. Yeah, but, you know, I, I went back to go watch because they said he was a wrestler. And then I seen him on the WWE clips. Then, you know, I saw him in uh, Flair and Starcade. And just, just a lot. How about you, Q-Flow? Just the case. Um, I mean, I... I, I Harley Race, but um, I mean, it's still you know, as far as his family, uh, we just want to uh, you know, send thoughts and prayers out. Uh, I definitely know what they're going through, so um, you know, just just hold your head strong. Uh, you see, he's in a bunch of Hall of Fames, so he he's decorated when it comes to these Hall of Fames. It looks like so, you know, just to his family, his friends, his loved ones, uh, just hold your heads high and um. You know, just keep moving forward. Let his uh, let his legacy uh, shine through you. Yeah, that's all I got. <clears throat> that's some good inspirational words. And you know, I, I like I said when I found out about Harley Race, he was more than just the manager of Vader. I had to, you know, had to go back and look at some, you know, old Harley Race matches and stuff. And then how surprisingly, at, at you know, for my generation, I was like, how surprisingly good they were. Because usually I will go back and watch a match. And I'll be like, God, the old school wrestling is like so boring. It's kind of like watching a 1950s game of basketball. And, and you just see them like open palm, bounce that ball, and not dribble through the legs and no cross. I'm just like, oh, my God, how they play this, how they play this for decades like this? And I'm like, but you know, it'd be so kind of boring. But the thing about his matches back in the 70s and 80s, especially like facing Ric Flair at uh, for the NWA Championship at Starcade 83, you know, those matches was like, good they like stand uh, the, the test of time in a way and uh i was one of people that was like hey man i'm actually it's actually pretty cool that i can go back because there, there's not a lot of guys especially uh the older the old time and stuff like that can that will have a match to say test of time my favorite cage match to this date still has been uh tully blanchard versus magnum ta in that uh was it i quit steel cage match 
I love that match. And that's an old match from the 80s that stands the test of time. Is it the best steel cage match? Like, really, like, on paper? Probably not. But I'm just saying, but it's been one of my favorites. So, you know, I like going back and watching the older guys work. And, you know, hearing him uh, talk on the promos on that whole Jim Crockett uh, stage that they had with Tony Schiavone and all the things, uh, people of that nature. So, it's, uh, it's very a shame that, you know, I was reading that, you know, he'd been through, like, a rough life. Like, his first wife that he got married to, uh, they was in a car accident. She died five weeks later. Can you imagine getting married and then five weeks later, you know, is a car accident and then uh, your wife dies and he almost lost his leg? You know, kind of reminds me like, oh, wow. yeah, kind of reminds me like with Flair. Was did, he, like, did he like fall down the stairs or something? What, in like in the car? No, I heard he like fell down some stairs or something. He fell. That's why he was on the, uh, the crutches and wheelchairs and stuff. I mean, it could have. I mean, if you're talking about like 2019, because he had lung cancer. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if there was a, you know like a fall that happened recently. But I know when I see him, well, at, I mean, like around the time he was on like. Okay, I'm just saying. I mean, that I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not necessarily sure. But I, I do know when I did see him, and then Ric Flair had told that uh he had lung cancer, so and then so he was a. Uh, and then Dustin Rhodes put out on Twitter, I believe, that he was the one that uh, passed away from lung cancer. It, it, and then I didn't really first say it was terminal. The doctor said it wasn't. But then it turned out that, obviously, he didn't, you know, live too much. And he was diagnosed with this in April. So from April to August, yeah, that's, you know, that could be, you know, pretty terminal. Once you hit that terminal, it's like ain't, ain't much, you know, we can do for you. But uh, he was a nine-time nine-time world champion you know one and then of course the end, most fans for the nwa championship world heavyweight championship which is a belt that i took a picture with dolph ziggler in in the picture where i went i met dolph ziggler at comic Con. i had that same belt i always wanted that wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute go ahead you did what now <laughs> i took a picture with dolph ziggler with the classic harley waist rick flair nwa World Heavyweight Championship. The one that got the globe and shit on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I, wanted to make sure I heard that right. All right. Yeah, you heard it. Hey, look, look. I'm not going to take this away. <laughs> I'm a Ziggler fan. I'm already mad that the rumors that I talked about last week on the podcast is already probably going to come true. All right. So, you know. <laughs> 24 I'm, I'm, seconds. Huh? 24 seconds. I'm just saying, you know, I'm already a little tight about that on both ways. But I'll, I'll get about it. I'll talk about that later. But yes, I had that championship, so that's been one of my favorite championships. And then when every time I look at that championship, I only it's only synonymous for me with three people. Ron Killers. Stop it. <laughs> you know what? Now you know, as much as I do like R Truth and much as what I like what he's doing with the twenty four seven championship, nah. I mean, you know, I, I am I happy that they, they made him the first black NWA champion? I, yeah, okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but uh, yeah, he 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 ain't really knocked the socks off, bro. I'm sorry, I don't need my world champion like you know doing like jump down splits, but whatever. <laughs> but when it comes to that that belt, it was three people that was synonymous with that belt. That was Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, mm-hmm. and Harley mm-hmm. Race. Okay. Those were the three that all that and no matter what happened, they had that belt. Now if I still had that belt. 
I would definitely take a picture. Uh, wheelchair and I went to Harley Race to take a picture with, with him in that championship belt. So, you know, it meant a lot. So, it's very unfortunate when you see, like, the legends die. I mean, people die. It happens every day, every minute, every hour, every month, every year. It's going. There's going to be yeah, some heartache. That, that, that's, that's just the unfortunate, you know, circle of life, as they call it. I'm saying, but that's just that's what it is. And you don't want to see the legends of like that, you know, go. But then when you hear the news, it, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking at first, especially when it's a big one. So I'm hoping that they really give a nice tribute to him on Raw on SmackDown. I mean, they put something up on the website, but he was a he was a big-time legend. He wasn't, like, no disrespect, he wasn't no Hurricane. You know, how they wanted to bring the Hurricane back, act like he was actually, like, a legend instead of, like, a nostalgic jobber. You know, so, uh, he was he was a big deal. This man's in four wrestling Hall of Fame. He was eight-time champion in this company, nine-time champion in this company. This man is on the level of, you know, Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. He was gritty, he, he, he was one of the old school style wrestlers and everything like that. So he will be missed. He will be. And I, I wanted to make sure before we, you know, got deep into the podcast that we made sure that we talked about Harley Race. Right. So <clears throat> uh, now moving on to some, some other things that I, I want to get out in the news right now. Did anybody hear Leo Rush's new rap, uh, rap song? I didn't hear it. What? It's, yeah, I, I heard about it, but I didn't hear it. I didn't hear about it. Yeah, so, yeah, he got a, yeah, he, yeah. So Leo Rush got a new EP out of. Uh, What's it called? Uh, Lashley. No, <laughs> you know it probably would have got over thirteen. It probably got more than thirteen thousand views if it was named Lashley. But it's he he ain't doing nothing. He's still on contract, so he, he got to sing about something or rap about something. So he he rapped. I me and my wife just listened to it. About an hour and a half ago, oh my god, not that good. <laughs> it really is not that good. Oh no, it's not that good. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, kind of like, what shocker. Did you, what did you expect, right? You know, but I, I just I, I wanted to ask that question real quick to see if anybody heard, you know, the rap album. Trust me, this is not going to be a segment. This is the first time I've heard about Leo Rush since uh, the whole backstage incident thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> so we just talked about it a little bit. We, we name dropped it on when it came to the Harley Race thing. Dolphs, as much of a Dolphs fan I am, and and I'm a Goldberg fan. Bruh, I listen, man. I know it was rough at uh, Extreme Rules. Uh, I, I seen that shit live. All right, I, I was oh, right boy. to the ramp. I was the only one that you was there. I was the only one that did the little hair whip thing, and I was just like, "This is this is drawing." Like, I, <laughs> like I, I said, I'm like, I, I'm so sick. I was, I've been a fan of Dolph since. Spirit uh, Squad. No, no, because no, I I, I hate the Spirit Squad. Hey, look, I hate at least Nick. you're not, you know, at least you're not a loyal fan to a couple of convicted brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. You look just like your mug shots. How the feel getting arrested? And then he gets arrested. Like, it, come on. It like, come yeah, on. thank God you, you was on vacation you last week because I talked about it. I was like, oh, he, he did. He lucky he ain't here right now. So, <laughs> it looks like the rumors is true that Dolph Ziggler is going to be taking on Goldberg at SummerSlam. How did we get That's here? That's true? 
Oh, you didn't hear? Because they I heard I heard it was rumors. They were I making didn't know. uh they they kinda hinged on Spanish. They said Dolph Ziggler versus the Miz. I'm like, that ain't happening. Because nobody wants to see that shit again. Neither do neither does Vince. So this will be the swear because he keeps name dropping Goldberg. So that is apparently the plan. Dolph Ziggler You know what? Now that you bring it up, every time he brought up Goldberg during the shows, I'm sitting here thinking like, are they gonna are they gonna match? Are they gonna wrestle? They didn't want to do my storyline of Shawn Michaels versus Dolph Ziggler because they probably know I didn't. I would have rather that. had that. The yeah. mirror match. I mean, well, if you want that, make sure you check out uh, Nerd Coalition's Universe Mode because that's where it's happening. They, at. What if What if they're saving? Because Shawn got to get his receipt. So what if they're saving that for for later? <laughs> like they what, not. Mania? <laughs> WWE is not that cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. All right. So. But I think they might do. They might have. They might do the Miz versus uh, Ziggler, and then after the match, you probably have Goldberg come out and spear him or something. Or it could be that he takes out the Miz, <clears throat> or you know he, he he squashes the Miz, and you know says that hey, beat him up before the match. Yeah, or he says hey, you know Goldberg couldn't even do that. Then of course the music comes. Now here's like I said, me and Q Flow, I'm a Goldberg fan. Yup, and I'm gonna mark out anyway. I I I love the entrance. I love because Goldberg. Look, it's not fair that the Undertaker gets to redeem himself after Extreme Rules. Why can't Goldberg? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what better way to do it against the Jobber Dolph Ziggler? Because that's what he is. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you could really build up something to Shawn Michaels. I did not expect him to super kick Shawn Michaels like that. You could have built Me up neither. something like that, but no. So we're like we're getting this Goldberg thing. What the fuck? Like, what the actual fuck? Because right, right Man, now... Matt Riddle talking about something he wanted to be added to it. Like, shut up. <laughs> Who said that? Matt Riddle. Oh, you know what? what Brother, the... you still in the you still in the proving ground. Stop talking. Like, no, God, Stop talking. Like, Matt Riddle and this hate for Goldberg is like, I don't fucking get it, but okay. Right. I don't get it, but... Now is it look? Cause it looks like it's going to be a match. It's going to be a squash match because you got a SummerSlam card with fourteen fucking matches. Ah, six hours. This and first of all, the pre-show is only an hour this time. They cut they they cut the pre-show in half because the big shows they get cut the two. The pre-show in half and it's only an hour. It's only an hour. <laughs> it's only an hour, and I'm like, okay, that's that's wild. They cut it in half. It's an hour. That's. That's wild. Because the big shows used to be two... The, when it came to the big shows like WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Rumble, Survivor Series, it was always a two-hour oh, pre-show. Oh, yeah, this is a big, this is a big four. Yeah, so SummerSlam, so they cut it they cut it to, to one hour. So I'm like, okay, but it's 14 matches that are miscast like a motherfucker. <laughs> I don't mind the rematch. I'm, at the rematch. I'm just like this, but Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar should not be a one-on-one match, but I'm not getting to that. Kevin Owens and Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins shouldn't be happening, but that's that's my own opinion. You know, fair enough on that one too. Kevin Owens and Shane should be a uh <clears throat> an I quit match because yep. they've been quitting and saying I quit and I'm not gonna quit and I'm just like, okay, so this was ninety nine, I get all the hints. Now I'm like, I don't first of all, I don't like seeing Shane in singles matches. <laughs> I don't well. Because Shane ain't, ain't, no, there is, well. No, I'm just saying, you know, if you haven't noticed, Shane has wrestled at every single 
you said if I haven't noticed, bro, I almost been on. Okay, and the thing is, <coughs> Shane's matches are better when they're in a hardcore environment opposed to singles matches. But the reason why they probably don't want to do a hardcore match is because they just had a fucking pay per view called Extreme Fucking Rules that was barely extreme. Mm-hmm. That's why I hate I mean, the hate the pay reviews. I think they might do like a they might add a stipulation to it at the end or or on SmackDown. They got one more week to do it. Yeah, they definitely do, and it ain't happening. However, I, I am excited for Kofi and Randy Orton. They, they, they really got that story going full circle. Is it really full circle, though? Because then uh, wasn't there a gauntlet match and he beat Randy Orton? He did beat him. Before he got the title? Yeah, but... And I mean, Randy was doing the whole stupid, stupid. Yeah. Kofi is really full like, Yeah, they already did the stupid thing. That's, I mean, I'm here for the match. I mean, but, you know, I, if you had told me in 2009 that in 10 years in the future, Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston will be having a match at SummerSlam for the WWE Championship, I would have been like, Kofi ain't that good. That's what I would have said in 2009. And to see it now with the good story, and first of all, I am a huge Randy Orton fan, so I like the heel work he said. He said, look, I want him the one who took out Mustafa Ali's orbital bone. I injured him. You wouldn't even be in this spot if it wasn't for me. And I don't get a thank you? That's some hill shit to say. And I, I'm loving all, you know, every bit of it. He's right. That's Mustafa. He's supposed to be in that spot right now. I'm like, but fate just took over. And, you know, Kofi is now in that spot. He caught the fire. So they, they're trying to add some fire to Natalia and Becky Lynch. But Becky is looking more heel as the days go. Uh, Bailey versus Ember Moon. I, I'm cool with it. <laughs> what you like? What's wrong with it? I, I these these two women matches. You mean to tell me Bailey and Ember Moon? Well, I mean, I can understand Natasha. I mean Natasha. I mean, I can understand Natalia and Becky Lynch. Not you know, not you know, piquing your interest. But Ember Moon and Bailey, absolutely. Ember Moon, yes, but Bailey hasn't really been doing anything. Like, Bailey, she gotta have a showing for me. Cause, uh, these past, her last couple showings, they ain't did nothing for me. That's all we need. All we need is Sasha Banks come back and turn on. That's all we need. Well, I don't think Sasha Banks coming back. So. Well, uh, if yeah. she don't come back to summer, summer, you have to speak up when you instead of fading off in the mic with your opinion. You have to speak it. I can't. I can't hear you. If she doesn't come back. For SummerSlam, but she's not. I don't think she's coming back. I mean, what, what bigger show can you come back for? WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. Take a whole I mean, year off. Alright. Come back with the black hair, look like a whole sister and everything. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, then of course, like, I mean, uh, so I mean, you know, they, they got some decent matches on the card that I do want to see. So you know, I'm not going to completely rule out some sense, but just 14 matches. The reason why that, that's the problem is no match will get no time. You will have all these matches. You get like seven, some matches. Some matches are better when they get some when they get some fucking time to them. And also, do you think any of these matches are going to start, or will they just rumble well, before the bell rings? Well, I have I have Brock because see, my dream is to have Brock and Rollins go like CM Punk and, and Brock Lesnar for twenty five minutes. It's not going to do that. So I so I did this only on the last about ten minutes. 
Uh, then I have uh, Bailey Amber Moon, 10 minutes. Uh, I have uh, Natasha and Becky, which will probably be a submission match. Another 10 minutes. Charlotte and Trish. Are you just going to be a submission <clears throat> match? Because she didn't challenge her to it. <clears throat> Overall, it's, it's it's like trying to bait her in to do that, so so the man can challenge her. So, uh, when it comes to Charlotte and Trish, I'm excited about that. I just don't know how long Trish can go. But for, it's for Charlotte and Trish. They're probably gonna get that match 15 minutes. So, I'm into it. Trish better not win that match neither. Yeah, nah, I don't think so. she better not win that match. Yeah. She been training, but I don't got her winning either. It'll make no sense right away. And right now, there's no reason. For- yeah, I, it, it really isn't. So, like I said, there, there are some some ones I'm interested in, and then of course Goldberg and Ziggler going to be over oh, 24 seconds. Kevin Owens the same thing is probably going to be the one 20 minutes. Ricochet and AJ Styles should have a stipulation to it, but you know they're probably not going to do that because you know it was Extreme Rules last month. So we're going to get a third one on one match. Like you tell the story. I don't Bandon. even think Ricochet should have won, but. You know, the Ricochet should have won what? Won the, the, the gauntlet. The story was made for Ricochet, but they had... I know the story was so predictable, but, like... Nah, he got to Yeah, he had to win that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was predictable, but I mean, like, I, I kind of want to see something different. Even though I know they're going to blow it out the water. But, but it, okay, you know, okay. It's like this. How how much... What is the, the attention span of the, of the fan or the young fan? You say you want something different. They only had two matches. Yeah, I know. We said we had a match on Raw, another match on Raw. No, we had, we, had, we had a match on Raw, uh, and we had a match Raw, on, on Extreme Rules. Alright. That's all we had. Because, like, they were doing it like, they could, like, do it close together. Yeah, and, and we I, should so, have, like, another match on Raw at, at, because, after whoever wins. And I'm just saying, but then, then I got another match on Raw, and I'm saying, so that's, so now your rubber match is the one at SummerSlam. So it's like the best of three, which they usually do. So, so I mean, like, I don't, because the story, the, the thing is, they put themselves in a hole saying, hey, there's no rematch. I mean, there's no automatic rematch clauses. So with that being said, you got to find a crazy way to write the person that needs the, the title story back into the picture. Ricochet been attacking AJ Styles for weeks. People would have been more mad if you're saying, "Hey, I want to see somebody new." So, say if Amis won, right? Yeah. So you mean to tell me the OC cheat Ricochet out the, the the championship at Extreme Rules? They beat his ass down, and you mean to tell me Ricochet's not mad for losing the championship? Didn't we come on this same podcast talking about wrestlers, you know, not getting, especially Roman Reigns, not getting mad because you lost the championship, and you just come in here smiling like everything is cool? I'm asking. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I think they could have hit the whole thing differently. Honestly, they they could have spiced it up because I mean, a one on one match. This is the match I probably would have. I would have liked this match. I probably would have spiced something up because something got to be spiced up. That that's why I, I think it's, that's what I just said. Yeah, I said I said it has to be. It should be Sunday because we already had two one on one matches. I'm not even talking about stipulation. Why I don't talk about like. Multi-man, man. I don't know. No, I, don't. I, I would say put a ladder in. I would like to see Ricochet in a ladder match with AJ Styles. Oh, yeah, I thought I thought they was gonna do that. That uh, Extreme Rules. And I'm like, well, since they're doing the one on one, I'm like, why not? You gotta do something 
that's going to prevent the OC from being out there because it, it, I, I hate lumberjack matches, so don't do that. But I'm like, no, I thought, uh, I thought the Street Profits was going to come. I'm not the Street Profits first, but I thought that was going to come here. No, Street Profits is, it, is back there to just let us know what's go, what's happening during Monday Night Raw. Because they can't just sit there and destroy this man. So maybe the Usos or Usos can get into Canada right now. You said what? Usos can get into Canada right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean they, they they got DUIs on there. Canada don't let felons into their country. Yeah. So that's what it, I mean. It's unfortunate. So there go your raw match. So you you, you talk about redundant. You should talk about the uh, Usos and revival. If you want to talk, if you want to talk about yeah, redundant, those, yeah, yeah, those are the they need more. They get the Viking Raiders. I didn't hear anything. Like I said, it's fading out when you they talk. They have other. They have other teams, uh-huh. but they don't use them. So I don't know what they do. All right. Well, I mean, it's a fourteen match card. I, I'm so well, rumored to be so. Last, last stuff is gonna be long, but I mean. I'm gonna have something. I want to watch it. It's SummerSlam. Why not? Oh, uh, but also news that just happened after I just seen this movie. The Rock has officially announced that he's retired from professional wrestling. The Rock has finally well, come out and announced. That I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I don't mean to interrupt, but you got a Q said he got to leave. I think so. Okay. That's all I just want to tell you that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying because I didn't. Uh, he probably just left. I, I didn't see the text or anything. The Rock has officially retired from the WWE, and uh, that you know because he's been off and on, and I, which kind of bums me out though is his last official match was with Eric Rowan, <laughs> and that's the one that is going to be in the record books as the last match. He had at WrestleMania 32. So, I don't. So he said he quietly retired. Yeah. Because that's such a that's such a rock way to go out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's doing too many movies. And that's that's the reason why basically he's doing too many movies. He's too busy. But if he wanted to do one more match, I think he could. But you know, uh, I don't. Think he has the schedule to do it, so that's why he's not. I mean, I, I, I'm not mad at him for retiring. He, he should have retired years ago, to be honest with you. Because, you know, it ain't like he'd been wrestling. He, he The last full program match he had was with Cena in 2013. That's where I thought he was going <clears> to retire. <throat> that's, that's what would have been a nice spot for him to officially retire. Exactly, officially retire, hang it up, and then that way. When you come back to face Eric Rowan, you don't have to that that don't have to be in your record as a fucking match. You can just be like, all right, the retired Rock is coming out here, but then maybe the Rock didn't want them to put uh him in the Hall of Fame. Just yet. I think that, I think well, he I'm pretty sure he's gonna go to the Hall of Fame when whenever if he says he's softly retired, whenever he says officially I am done, like and I'm on no more money for coming from so yeah, I don't care how much salty money I get, I'm done. Then they gonna put him in. Like, the, like I'm surprised we have no announcement yet that the Rock is in the Hall of Fame. 
Honestly, I thought The Rock would probably be in the Hall of Fame in 2020. That's what I figured since him being, you know, since him retiring. But I heard rumors also about Big Show and Kane. Oof. Yeah. Speak, you know what? You know what? I, I'm about to look at this Have you heard about this show called The Big Show Show? Yeah, I heard about it, but I didn't get into it just yet. Oh, my gosh. That it sounds like... Basically, yeah. Big Show is living his life as a family. He got a daughter out of nowhere that he don't know. She don't live with him. And he gets out tomorrow and this what the premise says. That sounds like something I don't want to watch. But I'll probably check out talk about it, talk about it next week. But I do want to um, stay on the rock for a minute. Uh, yeah. Do you have... So what are some of your... You know, since he finally calls it a career, what are some of your favorite moments... Like from The Rock, or was because I remember back in the day, The Rock was my mom's favorite wrestler. She loved The Rock. She loved what he was, especially doing all his earth, uh, urban youthisms. Back <laughs> okay. in back in the back in the whole late nineties and stuff like that. But she loved The Rock, and you know, okay. I, I at first back then, uh, I was so watching WCW stuff like that. But when I was seeing The Rock, I was like, he's cool and all. But you know, I was always stone, you know. Gravity Award towards Stone Cold. I didn't start liking The Rock until I was forced to like The Rock, which was the year the year two thousand when Stone Cold got injured, and it was The Rock and Triple H holding that business up for that whole year. It was like, damn, I gotta choose one. Huh? And I was like, I, I was forced to like The Rock, and then I end up really digging The Rock, and then all of a sudden, the whole Hollywood shit came, and I'm just like, fuck The Rock. I, I was really mad at The Rock. I was like, yo. You was in because at first, remember when he was in a Star Trek Voyager back in the day? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you know uh, he had a little cameo that he did Saturday Night Live. He did some things that he, of course, he did the the, the the Mummy Returns and then the Scorpion King, and then he then he started doing them WWE produced films like Rundowns and Walking Tall. And I was like, all right, well, I don't understand, you know, why the Rock just left. So then when the Rock came back. In 2003, and started doing the whole heel rock thing. That's when I really got into the rock. Okay. I love that whole Hollywood hill. I'm sorry, Miz. The Rock did the Hollywood hill gimmick better and better than Batista. So <clears throat> when he came back, and not only did he put Booker T over more than Triple H ever did, he also put the Hurricane over. Yeah. This is yeah. this is probably the reason why they keep bringing the hurricane back to, to like legends things like he's a legend. And he's not. The hurricane is I not think a, lot a of legend. Just remember the gimmick as far as the gimmick that's you know the gimmick not the actual like person. Yeah, look the the rock with that whole hurricane thing was the most entertaining shit that Rock was doing on Raw. And how when the hurricane would fly and he would always sell it by looking upward. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like a lot of people do that. And yeah, and then when Hurricane was like, I heard that the Rock got a tiny ding a ling. He was just like, ha You know, easy big film. Yeah, exactly. The the hamburger grimace he used to try chicken McNuggets, you fat sub bitch. I I yo I I I love the Rock. And at that time, and I was like, because that's when he was like, get to that heel role that had the whole Goldberg Rock program. And then I was bummed out again when he came back just to uh, put over Hogan, 
to put over to get his win against Stone Cold, to put over Goldberg, and to leave out again for almost another fucking year. And and then I was just like, what the hell, man? And I was like, you know what? If he if he's gonna keep coming back to the point after two thousand four when he came back to do that handicap match with uh, Evolution versus the Rock and Sock Connection, and yeah. that match was hilarious also because the Rock is entertaining, and because I. That look I didn't like. I I hated that goatee look with the hair. I was like, yeah, he needs to either be bald or break that goatee or something. <laughs> but okay. yeah, after that, and then he started get he started getting like you know swollen shit, and I'm like, you know, Rock, why don't you just stay away? But I learned to appreciate the Rock more, you know, as he got you know got noted. Because at, at first, as a diehard wrestling fan, I was a little upset, you know, about the Rock. Can, can you give me some of your memories about The Rock other than overselling the stunner? I mean, his promos gotta be, like, the, one of the best things ever. Uh, one of my favorite Rock promos is the one about Billy Gunn. Oh, that, and, uh, that, that was a great promo. <laughs> and the heavens opened up, and God said, Bob, but my name's Billy. That doesn't <laughs> matter what your name is. <laughs> The only thing I did not like about that promo was when he said Stone Cold listened to the Backstreet Boys. Other than that, I was like, I love the whole promo. I love the whole thing. But I was like, the Backstreet Boys, though? I was like, okay. But, I mean, I get it. The only thing, uh, quick minor spoiler alert for people who haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw. So I'm just saying, I know, spoiler alert. But it's really not so. But remember when they was on the plane arguing? And him and Shaw was arguing on the plane, and then he did a rock line. He said, look, if you want to go, there ain't nothing but air and opportunity between us. <sighs> and there goes the air. I was dying. I was in the theater dying. And I was just like, yo, that's the rock I remember. Because I can see the rock doing shit like that in WWE. And I'm like, yo, when it comes to like the promos and stuff like that, he, he is easily... The best to one of the best guys to ever be on the mic, especially him coming at Booker T. You know, say it was two plus two to Thomas Jefferson sucker, <laughs> or him and uh, him and Jericho coming at Stephanie McMahon. She's a oh, hoe. Those are hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She's the breast. Yeah, yeah it, 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 she's a hoe with big breasts. So take the night off from hooking if you smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> I was loving. Uh, I, you know what? That that's why I was so happy when he was here, and I was so mad when he left. Cause I I love them that much. Yeah, I, especially I liked his. Uh, he had a promo with Eddie too. I think that was like the only time ever, ever I had an interaction ever. On TV, yeah, I think it was. It's just, yeah, it's just entertaining for no reason. Exactly, he really is one of the most electrifying men in sports entertainment. And I just, when he just, when he left, it just, it really like when Cena left for Hollywood. I was like, all right, Cena, now you being kind of a hypocrite because called out the Rock for leaving. Yeah, and I'm like, well, now you Hollywood. And the thing is, I like Cena. I had no problem with Cena. Same thing with Batista. Batista went for Hollywood, and it worked. Stone Cold went for Hollywood. The rest, I really think that's just his love. But, you know, The Rock, on the other hand, it's just that I, 
he's so popular he's so loved so many people like him it's just that i would like to see him a lot of times in a wwe setting a lot kind of like when they had the raw reunion i'm like i would love for the rock to be there when they had wrestlemania 30 with the rock stone cold and hulk hogan i would love you know i love when the rock comes back for that kind of stuff like that i just, I just like seeing the rock in the wrestling ring or in the business i know he says to the fans that you know you can be a fan of me both ways and you can see me in all the movies i'm like yeah i see luke hobbs dive out of the fucking skyscraper and tackle guys and live it hobbs and shaw but you know i i, I do miss the jabroni beating la 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 pie eating you know uh some bitch you know the rock i i, I missed it I think The Rock may be the only person that like distinguishes himself like, away from wrestling. Like people, they, he's still known as The Rock. When you think of some people, when they think of The Rock, they think of straight at like the movies, not even wrestling. Yeah, I think he, he's the only person that probably I think does that. Like, because you know John Cena, John Cena is still the wrestler John Cena. And, like, you know, other trying to Batista, he may be almost there to where people say Batista not to think of Drax, but. You know, that's because he's in the MCU, but a lot of wrestlers, they still had the wrestling mentality, like Fender Rock. I mm-hmm. think that, that his movies almost surpassed his wrestling with, with other people in their minds. I think when The Rock started taking over his character and his self in Hollywood, I really think that's what brought, took him away from wrestling. Because everybody was just like, because they first they kept doing the Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, and now it's just Dwayne Johnson, and then they didn't play up to who he was. Like I, I was so sick and tired of, you know, the, the Rock being in these movies having all these like you know white kids. I'm just like y'all know he's not white, right? <laughs> I was like okay, but all right, but then now. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, okay, how much? How many years? Oh, you can. Yeah, all right, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I was just like, oh, okay, I'm like, the man is half Samoan, half black, so, you know, that's what it is. But, so, play up to one of them sides, please. I'm like, now, they start giving him, you know, mixed kids and stuff like that. And he, he, he turned out to be a really good actor. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm like, I, I love all that part of our, it just, you know, it's sad that, you know, now he wants to finally retire. It's that, you know, I want him to come into the Hall of Fame. It'd be nice if his dad inducts him, but he probably won't. He'll probably, he'll probably call it like Kevin Hart because he just would not stop calling Kevin Hart. Nah, it, <laughs> it'll probably be like Stone Cold or somebody. Stone Maybe Cold, Stone. Cena, Kevin Hart, literally. I mean, I don't think Kevin Hart gonna, he gonna, he gonna have to have somebody. He gonna have to have the rivalry. Triple H. Stone Cold. One or two, I'm thinking it's going to end up to. I mean, you, I mean, it, it does make sense, but it's just kind of like, all right, well, you know, everybody who probably should induct somebody doesn't. Like who inducted <laughs> Mark? Who inducted Mark Henry into? Oh, the Big Show. Okay, yeah, okay, that was well deserved. The Big Show inducted Mark Henry to the Hall of Fame. So we keep playing. We gonna have Kevin Hart and The Rock going in the same year. Kevin Hart was a was a guest host. You were oh, that's right. They, they, they put <laughs> guest they put guest they host like, <laughs> in, in the Hall of Fucking Fame. Hey Rock, we want you to go in the Hall of Fame this year. That's cool as long as Kevin gets to be 
Like, what, all right, nigga? All right, okay. All right, sure, yeah, whatever. Yeah, excuse my language, <laughs> but you know, I'm just like, bro, it's like, I have never really seen a friendship in Hollywood like that. But, hey. Also, speaking of movies, and we're, I'm still going to be on the Hobbs and Shaw thing for a little bit. Okay. So we know another WWE superstar was in Hobbs and Shaw, right? <sighs> Slight spoiler alert. And I, I know. Because uh, Roman Reigns was in Hobbs and Shaw, right? To was pro- he really? He, uh, well, like I said, spoiler alert. <laughs> I like the bait and switch. Because remember, okay. the, the, the Rock in all the promotional stuff was talking about some, hey, he is uh, my brother in the movie, right? And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, he is his brother, just not his main one. <laughs> so yeah. when he comes in, he's like, yo, my, my brother Jonah is the best mechanic ever. I was like, all right, Roman. Your time to shine, man. Show me that, that you truly can act. And then when the other guy came up on the screen, I was just like, oh. Oh, I see what we did here. We bait and switch. <laughs> and Roman had no lines in that movie. So, you know how much it must suck to go to all the promotional stuff and the interviews? I like, how's it been? Just one it must be very embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't no, no, you know. I'm not gonna say embarrassing because you're in the movie with, with with The Rock, but it's just that you have to bait and sw- swerve people like, "Hey, I was in this movie, yeah. but you they really build, they build you that did up nothing." Heavy I could have played that part. They build that up heavy too. Exactly. The Hobbs and Shaw, Adrian, Roman Reigns, and The Rock. Well, we, we we see what happened, right? You see that he got he, he got two spears and a Samoan drop in, and and a uwa and a uwa and helped build that Samoan Megazord at the end. <laughs> Samoan Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that's what it was. But uh, I mean, it was cool. But the reason why I brought him up is because did you know that it is an article that Roman Reigns has interest in being in the MCU. To play, it's the same thing I said. That's the same exact thing I said. I said to play what the mute? Because uh, it's a lot of it's a it's a lot of people that's lobbying to be. I've been hearing about trying to be in the MCU. If Roman is if he's legit in the MCU, who would he play? Don't don't look. The only thing I can think of is Roman being a villain, but I'm like. When it comes to Roman's acting or whatever whatever credibility he has from Hobbs and Shaw, the thing I'm gonna think of is you can make an Expendables movie, <laughs> but I don't know if you're gonna make a MCU movie, especially with the something got coming out right now. The only thing I see Roman Reigns doing is like being a villain. But once again, I don't think like like he just expressed interest in it. But the thing is, What's, I don't. Uh... What's the villain for Black Panther? Uh, Nay. Yeah, no, he, he Namor. No, he cannot play that character. Can you play the American Panther? No, stop. <laughs> if he, I'm just thinking of stuff off the top of my head. If Roman Reigns wanted to be in the MCU, I'm telling you right now, he would not play a significant role because he would not be able nah. to dedicate his time, nah. like signing like nine movie fucking contracts and shit. He can't do that. Yeah, that, that's just speaking, a, speaking of MCU, really quick, I heard a rumor that they want to try to uh, introduce Beta Ray Bill. Interesting. I, I hope so in the, in the new Thor movie. 
Interesting. Because I would love to see how Beta Ray Bill looks with it, with all that Disney money. Since they just made damn, they're going to make probably ten million, ten billion dollars this year. <laughs> they serious. They are mega stars. Right? Yeah, they making they making buku 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 dollars. So, uh, but yeah, I was just like, I I read that. I'm like Roman Reigns. Uh, interest in the MCU and I'm the first thing I'm just like alright if you want to go ahead and do that but it's going to be like a Triple H from Blade 3 type role I, I also seen uh, they say John Cena wants to be in the MCU and they say he could potentially play um, what's his name his name is he was he's a Captain America character I forgot what his name was though but uh, well the thing is with John Cena is John Cena, you know, has movie roles, and John Cena has proved himself that John Cena is a better comedy actor than a serious actor. Yeah, because Barkers was Barkers was actually funny. Uh, that I heard that was funny. I heard Trainwreck was funny when he was in it. The yeah, Trainwreck, he. Was <laughs> I heard he was hilarious yeah. in that. Yeah, and he was funny. He got, he got this new firefighter movie with uh uh Key and Michael Key. Huh. The Nickelodeon movie? Yeah. That yeah. He, it looks completely stupid, but I'm just like, I think it'll be fine, but instead of him doing like serious acting things, but Cena has proven himself that, you know, he's all he's all right. He's solid. He's not, you know, yeah. Oscar nominated actor, but he's a solid dude, especially with him getting signed on to big franchises such as Bumblebee and he's and going Fast he, and he's and Fast and Furious Nine. So he's probably there's no way He's joining the fucking team. He's probably gonna be against the team. He's gonna probably be he. We we know what's happening. He's replacing Luke Hobbs. Yeah, so I, that's why I say he he's gonna be the the outside guy that they gonna probably exactly. In, in case, but yeah. what I think is gonna happen is when they make Fast and Furious Ten, which is the final one, that's when they're gonna bring everybody back. Everybody back. All right. Yeah, I think I did that that whole everything you everybody seeing Hobbs and Shaw. And everybody you see in Fast and Furious, they all gonna come back for one last hoorah. I think that's what the the, the whole point of the, the thing is gonna be, and that'll be a good way to go out. But yeah, I, we know what Cena's for. But Roman, I'm sorry, there's something about Roman. Now, once again, I said the same thing with Batista, and Batista has shocked me. Batista did shock, me. but once again, Batista, when he realized how many movies is in the, that that Marvel contract after Guardians of the Galaxy, my man gave the whole tree wave. And waved, waved, waved away to everybody, and that was that. <laughs> so, you know. I mean, yeah, but if you, if he's really serious about it, he's gonna like go away for a little bit. Who, Roman? Yeah, like to add and do all this stuff. That, yeah, he, know, he does that, but just, but but that's once again that's Vince's top guy. But once again, if you recognize, uh, I think Roman trying to get his health back in order because Vince. Does not put him in too too long of singles matches, and he's mostly in tag matches. Yeah. So you know, I think he's also trying to get his health and stuff back, but that's still Vince's guy. So he's not going to leave Vince to start a movie career because you know he wants to get that other cre- that credibility back and stuff. So that's a that's basically what it is. Uh. So uh, other than you know Roman Reigns trying to join the MCU, which is like I don't understand what that's for. We got a couple people signing contracts, you know, around the wrestling business. And uh, oh, I, uh, okay, 
I had one to this list, but you walk my seat. Okay, you know what? Give me the one you got so far. I'll talk about Undertaker. Boy. So the Undertaker, <laughs> for God Lord knows, signed a extended contract, which it's so long that it's obviously going to be there to the day he probably dies. So it's 10 years? Pro- Damn, that's, that's fucked up. I see it will be done to you. But you know, it, it, you know what's funny? It probably is like 10 years because nobody signed no 67-year-old Undertaker after that. And I mean, it's honestly just to probably do a match here, a match there, appearances. I don't even think they won't. Yeah, match here, match there. Basically, they just don't want him to go nowhere. Like, because he was supposed to go to StarCast and all that. Yeah. And they said, no. That's the, that's the only reason. They don't want him to do no other appearances outside of WWE. Yeah, that's that, it. That's, that's kind of petty, but you know, hey, that's WWE for you, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, with that being said, um, you know, <laughs> one thing, just one more thing. I'm sorry. I have to add this one because I want to know why they're doing this. Why are they signing all these people to five-year contracts? Because like, I can understand the revival. I can understand the Usos. I can understand the Good Brothers. But Mike Bennett and Maria signing to a five-year contract? Well, you see what they're doing now because they're actually pushing them and putting them on TV. I mean, even though Mike and like, last time they signed a the contract, they got pregnant. They didn't work for a whole year. Exactly. They said, you're going to work for it this time. And you're going to work for it. And I'm just like, you know, I mean, th- th- this time Mike has got his dick stopped in. But, um, <laughs> or I, his vagina. It's his yeah, it, exactly. And she's a new pregnant champion. But it's, it, it just seems as though that with all these signees, it's like, Five years is going to give you enough time to see if AEW is going to be a success or a failure. If you look at it, right, when WC when WCW uh, got in when it went from NWA to WCW in the uh, late '80s, if you go from the five years it started to the, the five year mark, it wasn't it wasn't some deep shit, and they had to change it around. So <clears throat> when Nitro came around in 1990. Six, five or six, right? If you look five I'm years, say five. yeah. Uh, when you look five years down the road, they out of business. So, in other words, these five years, you're really going to see what AEW is going to have to bring. They're either going to be a success, they're either going to be a failure. They may start out as a success, but the five years gives them time to fizzle out so you really know what you're dealing with so i think that's what it is with five years so that after the five years is up you could be like hey let me know if you still want to stay here or because whether we like it or not or whether we want to admit it or not i i'm a guy that i try to give credit where credit is due WWE is going to go do some serious changes in the next five years also because vince is going to be focused on the xfl that starts next year which once again they haven't said shit about that uh, you know, I think Triple H is going to get more power. They're doing more things with, you know, certain other superstar stuff, things of that nature. So things are going to be changing for WWE in a lot in, in, in five years. And so things will change for AEW. So we'll see, we'll see what that says. So I think it's where the five-year thing comes. Because speaking of signing, King Cuerno from Lucha Underground is coming to NXT. Oh, Okay. So cool. he got signed to NXT. How do you feel about that? I mean, I don't, I don't. How long do you think it's gonna be till they use them? Because they have a lot of people that they sign 
things you see if you still just don't have to so I don't know but you know cause Triple H likes big guys well yeah hold on well no no Vince likes big guys I mean Triple H really <laughs> know. He, he knows talent though first of all are they bringing uh oh see no you know I'm thinking somebody else cause see I get my mixed up okay King Quino is who because I'm thinking of Mil Mortes no Mil no 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 Mil Mortes is uh Jeff Cobb I think yeah, that's the one that be with uh, who's the homegirl that be looking on people? Oh no, 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 that's not that's not Carly. Oh, well, I don't know what her ring name is, but yeah, yeah, she yeah. used to be uh NXT. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm saying, but yeah, but yeah, cause I keep thinking like Mil Mortes. No, King Quino is um, who is? I'm I'm drawing a blank here. I, I watch this underground like crazy, and I can't think of. Are I can't taking, think of the, the big, the big people, the big dude's name, but I think I know you're talking about. The only dude, you know, is it is I would I would really want them to sign up from Lucha personally, but they have like the lifelong life long contracts or whatever Lucha do with their contracts. But I guess honestly, I think I think Lucha's done. Yeah, I think Lucha is done, or they whatever happened. They let people sign wherever they want now, so yeah. I guess that means that their contracts are all, all over. I guess so. Okay, so okay, okay. Uh, let's, let's Since we're talking about, oh well, you can go first. Look, King King Quinn, can you spell it for me? <laughs> I can't. I can't uh, pronounce. I don't even know who it is. Okay. I, I was talking about two different people there. Okay, I'm just saying, but, but who's the other person you gonna say? Because we do have more. Uh, people talking. Well, I was about. just gonna. I was just gonna say. As far as signing go, we have LAX, and we have John Johnny Blank because I don't know what his name gonna be yet. Uh, where do you think they will go? You know, um, I want LAX to go to AEW, but they will be fucking cool in in NXT. But the problem is okay. Vince don't like tag teams. See, so it, yeah, it wasn't, okay, so yeah, I, I I know King Quino is now. Vince don't is not a big fan of tag teams. So with people like Arthur's of Pain and War Rare stuff like that, it's like, well, they really pushed them. Triple H is gonna push them on NXT, but LX is a, such a big big group. You would think that they would have to go to some place that they're gonna be shown. Honestly, when it comes to Johnny whatever, I think he needs to be, you know, Johnny Raw. Or <laughs> John Johnny Morrison U- again. Or John or John Morrison or Johnny Univ because they, he's done everything. He, he he did the Drew McIntyre, so he just did it longer. He went out, he was in Lucha Underground, he was in Impact, he was in Ring of Honor, he did everything. He did all the indie shows. He has become world champion. He's a great talent. He left and made himself better. So yeah, but there's no one to go. Yeah. Honestly, I think he might he might just sign back with Impact just because his wife is there. Who's his wife again? Uh, Taya Valkyrie. She's their son. Oh, Ty, oh, he's married to Taya Valkyrie. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, you know, his wife is there, but same goes for Dean Ambrose. His wife's in WWE, but he traveling now. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, 
I mean, you got because you got to go. What's making you money? I'm just like Impact is you know is is trying to you know come back because they Tessa and Sammy Callahan's rivalry is really pretty good right now. Yeah, Impact is weird. Like their weekly shows are okay, but then their pay per views are like amazing. It's just a weird concept that they have going on. But yeah, I mean, I, I would just bet. <laughs> uh, also, so I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. Oh, um, by the way, they also got Sawyer Fulton from from Sanity. At where? Ten TNA. I mean, Impact. He fought Tessa Blanchard yesterday. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. And then that's when Tommy Dreamer came out. Old ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nasty some shit. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it look like I said, it's it's, it's cool. I, I really think what I like on the side back with Impact. Honestly, I like to see him go to AEW and be Johnny okay. Elite. Can you just be like John Morrison or John? <laughs> no, he, he got he got had he got had the names, bro. So he had, AEW has you know he hasn't done AEW yet. So I'm like, why not go to AEW? But speaking of all other signees, also Emma signed with oh, Impact. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, she signed with Impact, and I'm like. You know what? It was about time because they was doing her worse than WWE was in Ring of Honor. They have maybe the one of the best women's rosters, talent wise. Like WWE does, all elite do too. But they got a they got a roster too. Oh, the women are stepping up, especially when it comes yeah. to when 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 it definitely comes to um the, the stuff with like I just seen that Monsters Ball match at Slam Reversary. Oh yeah, that was that was crazy. And I was like, and those not even not even trying to be funny. Those like like the best women. Like they still got Jordan Grace. They got uh, Tessa still. They got Madison Rain. She's getting better. Uh, they just signed Alexa McCole, so that's good. They got Scarlett. Well, no, not anymore. They don't have Scarlett, but you know they have, they have a good amount of wrestlers. You know, and the funny thing is, just Impact was the first company to actually put the spotlight on the knockouts. Yeah, why? Every time also Kong comes out, and I mark out. Like, like I'm crazy. Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope she can come back, but I don't know if she can. I think it was just that one spot in AEW that she did. But yeah, the, the women's roster, WWE, AEW, and TNA have gotten really, really strong. And having Emma signed to that, because I, I was like, I don't know why she went. It could have been out of anger. I was like, why did she go to Ring of Honor of all places? Because I think they they uh they probably told her something that she thought was going to happen. I'm but, but you already know, Ring of Honor has no like love for their women. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, when, you, when they sign you and a couple other people, they said, hey, we're going to change, and they don't. I mean, you can't really do nothing after you sign the contract. I mean, you you right. I mean, because that that whole women of honor thing, I'm like, they don't even come on their main show. That that's their that's their dark matches. Yeah, that's the they uh <laughs> watch it on watch it on our network or plus app or whatever they call it. Yeah, that fight TV Honor Club. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, yeah, all that stuff like but I'm like, but that's that's what it needs to be I'm like they treated her worse than they did at WWE and I was kinda like a little upset, like, Emma, come on now, you deserve better you deserve better than this. So she probably gonna t- come to uh, impact and fight Ty Bakery or Gail Kim will come out of retirement for the third, fourth, fifth time. And you, you know, know what? Whatever. Gail Kim can do whatever the fuck she wants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gail Kim and Robert Irvine can do whatever the fuck. He want to rebuild bars and restaurants and shit. She want to come back out of retirement? Fuck it. 
Because Gail Kim, <laughs> Gail Kim's ass can still go. Yeah, she can. She can still go. So yeah, those were the, some of the signees that has happened uh, this past weekend. So I'm actually excited about that. You know what else I'm excited for? What? WWE 2K20. Oh, all right. And you know, you know what's funny? Because you know, I, I hear people complain, talk about this on every, every every year and every time, and they say the same shit every year. I'm gonna be honest with you. What's the point of lying? It's a new game. It's a yearly title. I get it's it's not like they, they make a game and then they're gonna keep updating it for the next four or five years because they're not gonna make another one no time soon. It's not like that. It should be like that, but it's not like that. So we get a new title every year with each time we get something different. And I, last year, I really enjoyed 2K19 better than all the other ones except for 14, yeah. obviously. So I'm I think I'm more excited to see who's on the cover or I think they might early say what well I'm just I just seen like a a leaked thing they said it might be Becky Lynch but I'm not sure you know how accurate honestly you you know what I want I either want one or two things I want a cover to be multiple people or I want to have a different cover like they had for 2K14, yeah. Here, here are my choices. Because I'm actually going to do a video about this. Becky Lynch, Kofi Kingston, or Roman Reigns. Those are the three that had the most impactful year. Okay. Roman because he survived cancer. Mm-hmm. Becky because she's the first woman to main event of WrestleMania and mm-hmm. won both belts. And Kofi Kingston, one of the first African-American, well, not one, but, you know, African-American WWE champions. And yeah. that, that whole underdog story that he came through and overcame at WrestleMania. So they've had three inspirational stories. Now, <coughs> I would like a cover like the, like they, that they used to do for NBA or like they used to do back in the day when they put multiple people on the cover, like SmackDown vs. Raw. I was yeah, like, I wish they still do that. Yeah, or, I was like, why, why, why do we? Because they didn't start going to single people until WWE 12 when Randy Orton was on there. They can even do uh like they did like the first couple. You have half of the uh, half Batista face and half of uh, was it John Cena's face. Well, no, it, it was actually Cena and Batista. That was the first one in the 2007. They it had multiple things on there. So I'm like, what is the difference of saying like having Roman, Becky, and Kofi all on the cover? Hey, hey. I don't, don't know. Don't, I don't, don't know. Don't they shouldn't me, do multiple stars through here. Don't get me wrong. I like Becky Lynch. And I got idea having to be the first woman on the cover. But I'm like, also, I do miss the multiple covers also. That's just me. And also, I kind of wish that, like, if they don't want to do multiple covers, like, okay, well, give me an addition where I can get the Becky Lynch cover, I can get the Kofi cover, I can get the Roman Reigns cover. Because all three of them, for what the years that they had deserve to be on that cover or deserve to be on that box some way. Or they could do multiple covers like how 2K NBA do it. How they have a regular version and like a lit, uh, you know, extra stuff. Yeah, a with a different cover. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would like, I would like that. Also, and the thing is, I'm just like, um, uh, when it comes to the whole Becky thing, stuff like that. I, for some reason, ever since 2K 14. I just don't like the pictures they put on the cover. 
of the, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm okay. like, there, there are better. I'm like, why is it just like dumb? It's like, there's better action shots. Like Cena on 2K15. They have to, you know, they have to pose for them pictures. They, yeah, yeah, I know they're about to say, but you know, the, the Stone Cold. That's the best shot that they be getting. It's weird. And I'm like, the the, the Seth Rollins. I'm just like, okay. And I'm like, the, the AJ Styles. I was like, okay. I, I want more I, of an action shot because it is a wrestling game. Exactly. I'm like Becky Lynch. I'm like, what? What you gonna just have holding two belts when she's not the champion anymore, and it's just gonna have oh, the man in there? Sitting there looking, looking at you. Exactly. I'm just like, you know, be kind of creative a little bit. Have the action shot, kind of like it. One of my favorite covers was SmackDown versus Raw 2007, where Triple H doing his pose. And then you yeah, had two, in the middle. Yeah. yeah, he had two stars with SmackDown on one side, Batista and Mysterio, and he had Tori Wilson and Cena on the Raw side. I was like, that was a decent cover. Or SmackDown yeah. versus Raw 2010, where it had Cena in the middle, but it had all the yeah, other Super Undertaker. Like, and, yeah, and Edge and Mysterio. I, I don't want it. We talk about multiple. I don't want it to be like uh, old SVR 2008, Bobby Lashley, Taker, and Cena, yeah. or I don't want it to be like 11. I think it was 11 when they got, like, Cena, Miz. Yeah, Big Show. Big Show, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't like that, but I do miss the multiple covers. But one thing I am excited about is this Met Gala commercial, this trailer. Okay. So, that, you know, you heard the, the rumors saying, hey, it's going to be like that NFL 100 Super Bowl commercial they had earlier this year, which was a phenomenal oh, fucking was, commercial. Yeah, that was, that was, that was cool. That was a great fucking commercial. But then I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, well, uh, they're actually going to do that. So they, it looked like the theme is the Met Gala. So on Monday when we're getting all so this information. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are they having the Met Gala at the White House or something? I don't. I, first of all, I hope the White House is not included in this because it, it looks like the White House. But I'm like. I think it's just like the big building to have like this Met Gala type of thing I just want to know like because I, I think what's going to happen is they're going to give love to the legends in this game because they didn't give that much love to them last year they just took like a handful of legends out and didn't replace them yeah, yeah. and, and, and I, I know people keep saying yo man I'm tired of the legends focus on the new guy I'm like they always do they always put damn near the entire new roster on the game and if you think about it last year the whole DLC was all new people yeah yeah I'm like so you know you just find a reason to complain I'm like but this time I'm like I actually want to see some love to the legends because the legends don't get we did we, we, how many times do we get copy and paste of legends Whew, especially that church status one exactly that they just recently changed so last year was the first time they actually changed a lot of legends they changed Booker T they changed yeah. Edge they changed Shawn Michaels they even changed Razor Ramon I'm like can like we get some love like can we change Diesel's hair why is it Kevin yeah, Nash copy yeah. and paste was, yeah, he had the blonde hair without the goatee yeah I mean honestly cause I, I think from what we from, from the teaser we seen that honky talk man was a was a good observation. I was thinking like it's either gonna be him or Jeff Jarrett. I, I mean, if it, uh, it, yeah, probably honky talk or Jeff Jarrett. I would say. You know, I mean, of course you'll get the, the bar and beefcake crap about. I want mankind back. Somebody said mankind's mask like like, like it was in the background. I thought that was Kane's mask. That's what it I thought it was. That's what yeah. I thought it was. But I, I, I mean, me personally, I still want mankind back in the game. I was like, why don't take him out? 
yeah, probably had some issues. Mick Foley, you know. Uh, I hope Buddy Murphy's in this game this year. Buddy Murphy Champa's in this game, hopefully. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll be in the game, but then you know who's coming back, brother. You see, you see the bowl. They got it all over. Yep. You see the bowl and NWO championship. I'm just like, all right, here he come. So look, we get it. Hogan's back. Probably get like four versions of Hogan. So when they say they're gonna drop the most information they ever had for the the reveal, what do you think we're gonna see on Monday? I think we're gonna get the that Met Gala trailer. A couple of them on the reveal date, and maybe like a a mode, like a showcase mode, or something like that, or maybe the, the legend, the legends edition mode. Here's what I think, if because I'm going by the track record, because they said we're going to get some gameplay. When they say that, that means we're getting the entrance. Okay. So, so that, that's what I think. I don't think we're going to get actual gameplay. I may be wrong because. And here is the Godfather's entrance. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, the only thing is, is because they're they're a month behind. Remember, SummerSlam. Yeah, uh, SummerSlam, we usually get the roster reveal. Mm-hmm. But this time, it's like, dude, we, we we didn't even get the game being revealed yet. But here we go. 2K season, so here's what I think we're getting. I think we're getting who's on the cover. I think we're getting the the whole Met Gala trailer. I think we're getting who is going to be, what the collector edition is going to be. And I think we get who the pre-order bonus is. Okay. I think we get those four things because... We already know who the pre-order bonus is, brother. I think it's going to be between two people, though. I think it's going to be between him and China. Or okay. maybe both. If, you think they'll put China in the game? Like, you think they'll get the rights and everything? I think so. I don't think, I don't think there's, there's, there's much to argue. I think it was just a Triple H Vince thing. Like, okay, you, you guys over it, put her in there. Because I think with that DX Jacker was saying, not only do we get Ball Shawn Michaels ill, we get uh, the whole DX, including Road Dog and X Pac and Billy Gunn. You don't think so? Nah. Okay, well, okay, so if not Billy Gunn, then do you only even get Road Dog and X-Pac? No. <laughs> Damn, you really don't think they're, they're going to go back and, and, and give us that? I think that they only put the jacket in there because they're probably going to update it. Like, they're probably going to give, like, a new Shawn Michaels and Triple H and all that. As far as DX, I don't think we'll get it because it, it will make sense to put, not to put Road dog and Billy Gunn. You can't have one that don't have the other. Won't make sense. Maybe X Pac. Maybe. And if X Pac is in it, uh, then maybe China. That's why. That's why I said I think they're going to give a lot of love to the legends in this game. So that's why I think that we're going to get the whole DX, especially when it said established in 1997. I think we're getting the whole shebang. I think we're getting the whole shebang of the NWO also which we always do but you know with actually with Hogan this time so I think I think we get all that and I the gameplay the entrance I think we get an entrance of Hulk Hogan I I, I honestly believe that I, I think, think we get an entrance of whoever the pre-order bonus that. is whoever the pre-order bonus is that's the entrance we get okay so I really think we're going to get that trailer that says make sure you guys get WWE 2K 
twenty this October. Bam! And I we, forgot what the dude name is. Brian, what's the name? Brian. Yeah. That's how. Yeah, he he might come up there. Hey guys, exactly. Enjoy so, it. So. I, I I just hope that I just hope the, I just hope the commercial is good, and then I think we really get. Hey, this is we're going to give you guys the Kurt Angle Collector's Edition because he already spoiled it. <laughs> well, yeah. Which you you know I'm going to get. Because they had him in. I think Edge said you signed Yeah, so I'm just like, hey. If I can get a Kurt Angle and Edge Collector's Edition and get some decent characters with with, with that uh uh collector collector edition, like give me Team Angle. Okay. You know, give me Team Angle. Give me uh two thousand five. Fuck no. Give me uh two thousand two Rey Mysterio. Give me two thousand five Eddie Guerrero. Okay. You okay. Know. Okay. Yeah, so I, I'm like those things. I I think that because you you can't get Christmas while obviously, so you can't do that. But I think if you say, hey, let me give you, uh, if you gonna get a Kurt, if you, if you think about it, if we get a Kurt Angle Collector's Edition, who would the the, the superstars be? It has to be somebody from that. It was from their career. If you think about it, when we got Hogan, Cena, I'm, I'm okay. Well, Brock. F- fair enough. But what I'm saying is. It looks like we're gonna get those anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. When you looked at two K seventeen when they had the whole NXT, we got the NXT people, uh, that we didn't think was gonna make the game like Nakamura, Apollo Cruz, and Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. Then when we got Cena, we got R V D and Batista. I didn't think they, I didn't think we was gonna get those two. And then we got Chain Gang Cena and all that, even though he didn't have the music. Then we had in two K nineteen we had Ric Flair, which gave us 2002 Undertaker, you know, Big Evil, finally. It gave us NWA Dusty Rhodes. It gave us uh, Macho Man from WrestleMania 8. It gave us Roddy Piper, who hasn't been in the game in a while. You know, it, it gave us people from his career. You can, you can And Steamboat. So, I'm thinking with Kurt Angle, you're probably going to get people from, I like, I, me personally, I'd be like, hey, give me Team Angle. Give me 2005 Eddie Guerrero because we already have 2004 Eddie Guerrero in there, so you can give me like you can give me like the one we had the blonde hair, and give me 2002 Rey Mysterio when he had that match with Rey Mysterio in 2002, or you can go back to the Attitude Era and get uh get Taz. Would that be some shit? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I never heard no. That's the first time I've ever heard that line ever. What get Taz? Yes. Wow, I mean, I, I, I'm not hating on my man Taz. All right, all right, all right. But yeah, so uh, that looks like I, that's pretty much all I have for the podcast. If you have anything else that I'm missing, uh, let's see. oh, oh, I want to talk about the G1 really quick. Yeah, sure. Um, but I, we already know who basically win already. It's A block and B block. Uh, John Moxley is like. Miles ahead of everybody else in the B block. I think he has like ten or twelve points, and the other person next to him has six points. So I think he's gonna win that block. And he only lost one match, and that was my countdown. So I think he'll, he'll win that side. And then it's on the other side. It's Okada. Okada has twelve points, and Kota Bushi has ten points. So those two are gonna. I think Kota Bushi is gonna beat. Okada, and then it's gonna be Okada versus John Moxley, 
And I think, I mean, it's going to be Kota Bushi versus John Moxley. He's going to win the whole tournament. Oh, okay. I mean, what? I mean, that would be a nice feather in his cap, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, because it'd be, uh, because it, then he'll probably go on the Wrestle Kingdom, then he'll win the title, and then, you know, it's Jay Come True, one of three for him. So, I think, I think it, it'll come into the next You're right. All right, guys, so that's what we have here for the No Give Me the Rest of Podcast, episode 109. Thank you guys for joining us. I don't know, podcast has been getting pretty shorter, but we've been compacting a lot of news into it, so I, I've been feeling the 90-minute thing going on right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we'll make sure you guys stay tuned next week because I definitely want to talk with Primetime. Hopefully, Primetime, you could be on next week because we could talk about what we're going to see on Monday when it's 2K stuff. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, it's, it's going to make us happy and piss a lot of people off. I'm telling y'all, we getting Hogan everything. I'm just letting y'all know that right now. It's going to be like Hogan going to do, Hogan's going to do, the, do the speech. Hogan's going to be in most of the commercial. Hogan's going to be like giggling like 50 poses. All that. Well, you know something, brother. They told me one day I couldn't be the man. Hogan, yeah. it's my daughter at that time. So, ladies and so. It's 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 gonna be something else, but don't worry. I know I'm I'm, I'm gonna use the fuck out of him now. Get his ass beat. Have <laughs> Curtis go tap him out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that, that's neither here or there though. So make sure you guys check out uh, spacesphilly.com. Production company we're a part of. Check out the content they have on there on uh, both sides. The Lulu Pop and Lulu Pop Horror War Show. Check out the Nerd Coalition's content, the No Gimmick Scene Wrestling Podcast, the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. Make sure you guys check us out on all the podcasts, Apple Stitcher, Google Play, Speaker, and Apple Podcasts. And check us out on YouTube Premium. We have a free trial right now, $9.99 a month if you want to do it after that. Make sure you guys check out my man, Primetime, on his channel. The man be going to podcast, the Nostalgic Primetime Nostalgic Podcast, which I'm a little kind of upset because he ain't calling me back on the show, but it's okay. Um, he, Dude, I'm going to call you back soon. Yeah. I got to space it out. You got to space it out. It, it, it's okay. I mean, I'm, I know I'm not popular enough. I know I am I don't have that celebrity credentials that some of your guests do, but I'm like, he, he, he be on there doing that kind of stuff. And then I see that every now and then he be putting back universe mode and stuff like that. So, you know, yeah, every now. Sh- shout out to him. Dude, there, there's another game I want him to put out because I'm surprised me and him ain't been playing it yet, but he been dragging his feet like, you know, Kane. Oh, yeah, we will, we will get to it. We'll get to, we'll get to. Yeah, but it's all good. So uh, make sure y'all like, subscribe, share on, on our YouTube channel some of that and check us out. But then uh, we're sorry y'all didn't hear Q no more in the podcast. He had to go. So I apologize about that. But once again, guys, everybody, uh, stay safe out there. Thank you for listening to No Gimmicks Needed. This is NCAA Place to Be Chunked, homie, Mr. A&E. And not Deion Sanders, but Primetime. All right, y'all. And Q-Flow, wherever you're at, always, bro, take us out. To your ears, welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's NC.
Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount, at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply.